Hey everybody, welcome back to Going For Two. We have music now everyone and it is a victory week. We're not talking about moral victories. The Mississippi State Bulldogs got a win this weekend against the LSU Tigers. We went into Death Valley and proved all the doubters wrong. Let's go. Let's go. So obviously we had some music there to start off the show and that is brought to us by our great friend Brandon Brett. Uh, he's a local music artist and he can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you find music at Brano. That's B-R-A-N-N-O-0. And uh, so Hunter, what we got in store today? Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about the game. The game in Death Valley. The big game. The big <laughs> game. We got our win. And then we're going to talk about the national recognition that we're getting. And then we're going to close it out with some Instagram questions. We got a few of those this week. So we excited. did. It's, it's a great it's, time. It's, it's more than just one. So. so, the air raid's back in the SEC and... It obviously worked. Yeah, I think I think Mike Leach might actually know what he's doing here. It's crazy how that works. Yeah, he's only been doing it for twenty years. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he's maybe he's got it working. So, what'd you see this week? We have some weapons at wide receiver. Dude, this is unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. I I don't think I've ever just been this excited to have guys that can actually catch the football. The <laughs> SEC hasn't seen this either. Like, no. this is the most potent passing attack literally ever and we did it against SEC competition yeah and the receiver with the most targets was a running back Kylan Kylan, Kylan popped off he, yeah he he made himself like 15 million dollars Saturday with yeah. his draft stock we may have uh, gotten a lot wrong last week with some predictions about what our team was going to look like obviously uh, you know we we're expecting some moral victories um, maybe not the maybe not the actual win but man our uh, our players of the year that we predicted Tyrell Shavers and Kylan Hill mm. both went off this week and Osiris Mitchell. Osiris Mitchell. Osiris yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I might. Javante uh, Payton. Javante Payton. Dude, I, I might. I might have forgiven Osiris Mitchell for making me break my. A new number, knew him. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So, uh, and on the defensive side of the ball too. Zach Arnett, dude. That that guy's gonna gonna have a head coaching job somewhere soon. But while we have him, I, I'm gonna enjoy this guy. Yeah. So. We had like we gave up ten points if you don't count the Eric Gilbert Hail Mary in the back of the end zone. Not really a Hail Mary, but it was Just essentially a, a one at that throw. point. A desperation throw. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I know you, you we did give up the points, but a lot of those points were given up on short fields after turnovers. There was a pick six that the defense had nothing to do with. But uh, you know, the defense played lights out. You know, mm-hmm. seven sacks and I know Miles Brennan didn't look comfortable. I'm sure we're gonna talk about him in just a little bit. Not the next Joe Burrow. He is not. He's a bad Jared Goff at that. Yeah. Looks like him. Plays like him. and They're already making a Mardi Gras float for him. Yeah. So <laughs> they passed the torch a little bit too early. They might, they might be passing that torch one more time. If he <laughs> Pass has that one more again. <laughs> if he passes, if he plays like he does uh, on Saturday, he, he, that torch is getting passed again. So LSU is not a national championship team this year. No, it does not look like they are. Nope. Crazy how that works. <laughs> uh, only one returning starter. Derek Stingley didn't even play on Saturday, but that was not the reason that LSU lost the game. Derek Stingley doesn't make the difference in that game. LSU is not a great team, but this is still a massive win for Mississippi mm-hmm. State. Yeah, we this went is, in there huge. 17 and a half point under. Like, and you win by double digits. Yeah, that. That's great. You you are absolutely a clean fourth quarter away from winning this game by three scores. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I have faith that KJ will clean that up, will clean up a fourth quarter. And if Mike Leach can adjust to, to chew some clock with, with a few short passes there at the end of a game, 
I, I think I would take us about against just about anybody. Yeah, and we're playing. We were playing against a good Bo Pelini defense. Like their LSU's D line was good. Yeah. Like we saw that early in the game with uh, KJ Costello getting a few passes batted down. And I remember just as long as I can remember, LSU has has had a really very well strong D line. Yeah. And so uh, KJ's arm slot might have a little bit to do with that, but honestly, that D line was just. It was a good. They were, they were was active. A good D line. And uh, and KJ didn't didn't really get bothered by him too much not, so. didn't seem like it no uh moving on to special teams that that was a breath of fresh air right brandon there. ruiz can kick a football and uh austin williams can catch a football he can't he I, can catch a punt on the five yard i line. think he was told to go out there wave his hand and catch the ball yeah. no matter where it was <laughs> and he did it every single time what a guy yeah i think he let one or two go that ended up stopping at about the four yard line which led to us having some pretty long uh long fields to cover but man all you can ask for for a punt returner right now is just somebody that can catch the ball because yeah. in the last 10 years we've had a lot of guys go out there and just they can't do that so yeah. having a sure-handed guy back there really helps and it just really makes you feel secure kj in his first start in sec had in looked, my eyes like an almost perfect great. game like yeah couple oh. couple of bad uh bad decisions i think just especially that uh, that interception he threw in the fourth quarter but really other than that, yeah, the early one to Austin Williams. That's just timing in between them. Yeah. He hits him a, a half a second sooner. That's a eight F- yard 15, gain, maybe fifteen yard gain. I don't know. Yeah, it was just it was just nice seeing everyone getting involved, have the ball in their hands. Yeah, Austin Williams, the resurgence of that one game against Louisiana Tech, like two years ago. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and one thing I saw about KJ, he's not going to tuck the ball and run. That is not. He is not a Nick Fitzgerald. He is not. A mistake quarterback, really. <laughs> uh, he, he looked like he was going to tuck it and run one time, and then he got the ball stripped out of his hands for a fumble. So, not really sure he's going to do that ever again. No, it doesn't seem like it. But uh, and and I don't I don't hate that except when we're on the goal line, we need to get four yards, and that's when you miss a guy like Dak Prescott or Nick Fitzgerald that can just just walk it in. You're telling me you don't miss Tommy Stevens? Um, I do not miss Tommy Stevens. That's no. wild. <laughs> Maybe we need to get Garrett Schrader in on the goal line. Maybe. Ah, kickoff return, Garrett Schrader. We saw Garrett Schrader on the special teams this week. He did not line up at wide out, but hey, he's there. He's there. He. I saw him in a picture after the game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. With all the wide outs. <laughs> I think I might have seen him dancing with Errol Thompson a couple of times in the <laughs> locker room. So, the man's having fun. Dude, it looks nice. It looks like after an Egg Bowl win. Yeah. Absolutely. And what about KJ celebrating with Kylan after oh, the game? Man. Man. We hadn't seen a... Quarter, Didn't see that last year. We hadn't seen a team with chemistry like this in a long time. And I don't know if this is with Mike Leach, if this is KJ Costello being a leader, or both. I mean, Maybe they just haven't been around each other enough to start hating each other. <laughs> maybe Joe Moorhead just didn't create any excitement at all. No, that that. Does, not Joe. They went to the water park. Aww. That was, that, was a, that was a fun team memory. Yeah, fun team memories. <laughs> and losing right. to Kentucky. <laughs> all right, Hunter. This team, I mean, they caught our eye. They caught us by surprise, but they caught America by surprise. This is like the top four trending uh, things on Twitter. Yeah. It was MSU, Mike Leach, KJ Costello, and LSU. I so. mean, you had Dak Prescott tweeting about the game. You had Patrick Mahomes tweeting about the game. Dang, he threw Just for said, 600. <laughs> this dude threw for 600 yards, and he did. I, I don't think we've thrown out that number yet, but 623 yards. Against an... An LSU defense coached by Bo Pelini, which is known for having good defenses and being able to like 
change and adapt to people didn't against a self-proclaimed dbu DBU. defensive back university they had shirts they did have shirts made and that that just didn't seem to be true it it did not all all the throws were open like most of them weren't even contested it was just open grass and i'm going to take this opportunity to say again Derek stingley does not change that game no he's the the best defensive player in the country i don't doubt that i but if he's on somebody we'll just throw it to the other side of the field (laughs) <laughs> oh no, Kylan's still covered by a 250-pound linebacker. I still take that every time I see it. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Kylan again, what, what about that 75-yard touchdown down the field? It's absolutely wild. I mean, the guy seemed to have an angle to make a tackle after about 30 yards. Kylan just takes a hard step in, goes back towards the sideline, and you never saw him again. Surprised we didn't see a hurdle right there. Yeah. <laughs> We saw him, I think, on the first or second possession. And, uh, <laughs> it was his first touch. He, that was of fun. Of course, Kylan with the hurdle. And uh, I don't know if you saw it, but after the touchdown, he goes, looks at a 12-year-old in the eyes in the, st- in, the, in the stands and just flexes on him, crosses his arms and just stares at this child. <laughs> That's the next Bo Nix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about Bo Nix later, but if you don't get that reference, he was he was sitting in the stands at the national championship when Auburn won, and Cam Newton came over, just looked at Bo Nix, and said what I can only imagine is, go play football. Go, 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 go lead do us to football. a national <laughs> Go do the big football, Bo. And uh, so... <laughs> We're ranked nationally. We are ranked nationally. That, the, that hasn't happened in a minute. For the first time since going into the Outback Bowl against Iowa, we were oh. ranked. And uh, that was those are fun times. Yeah, Losing to Iowa was fun, wasn't it? Jumped Oklahoma yeah. in the rankings. Feels good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, number 16 in the AP poll. I think number 14 in the coaches poll. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, still behind some Big Ten teams that aren't, aren't playing for another month. So I'm not sure what that's going to look like moving forward, if we're going to be able to jump them. But... Uh, I'm not really worried about moving forward. Let's 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 worry about a game on Saturday first, uh, before we get into all this ten and O talk. But mm-hmm. we'll talk about more about that game Thursday. By the way, if anyone's wondering. Oh yeah, got a big game against Arkansas, the home opener coming up on Saturday. But yeah, we'll talk about that on our next show on Thursday. So, national team of the week. We had a national player of the week. When's the last time we were national? Team of the week. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> I wasn't sure that that was a that was a real award, but I'll take I'll, it. Yeah, we take those. Yeah, and uh, obviously KJ set some SEC records along the way. I can only imagine there's a few more uh, records that he's going to break. Oh, that, that game was only number ten all time in passing yards in yeah. college football. <laughs> so I mean, and it has nine more to jump. And it was not against the Colorado School of Mines. It was no. against LSU. LSU. You can say what you want, but they are defending national champions. That. That's still true. They, we still beat. They them. had a bunch of juniors and sophomores. It's not like a freshman-led team. Four and five stars as well. Yeah. That there, there should not be as many excuses. We as threw at I've them seen. all the same. Yeah, absolutely. Uh man. KJ for Heisman. What do you think? Uh, he's got to be up there. You you have to. You him have and to Trask. Imagine. Yeah, him and Kyle Trask. Um, I, I guess you got to include Trevor Lawrence. I'm not. I hadn't really seen much about him, but. He's he's You'll always going to be into the year. He's always going to be in that talk. He'll yeah. probably be in New York no matter what. But KJ, as much as I just don't want to talk about the Heisman Trophy right now, you have to consider it. Mm-hmm. When know. I need to see the odds come out, he has to be near the top. Yeah. Um, and speaking of KJ, you know he's 
he won over some Bulldogs hearts this week. He, he won over some fans, uh, and one fan in particular, my man Reese Ishi, he uh, had a had a calf born this weekend and named him Costello. So, pulled welcome. a calf, named him Costello. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, welcome to welcome to Starkful, KJ. Uh, Reese Ishi said, "I don't know about more cowbell, but more, more cows, cow. <laughs> more cow." <laughs> So that was that was awesome. Uh, welcome, welcome to Starkful, KJ. You made quite the impression. Yeah, uh, Kylan is back. Uh, he had more yards in this game than he did against LSU and Tennessee last year combined. Yeah, that's that's a good feeling. Kylan in open space is still amazing at football. Who knew? Yeah, and I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but. Kylan had to have made a lot of money in this mm-hmm. game. You know, he should pass blocking, receiving. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, obviously we we learned last year he's he can run the football. I mm-hmm. mean, led the SEC in rushing yards, but he might he could lead the SEC in all purpose scrimmage. Yards, yeah, scr- yards from scrimmage. Yeah, I mean the dude is awesome. And uh, there was a throw to Javante Payton down the field. I think in early in the second quarter that. Would not have happened if Kylan Hill wasn't blocking, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just something I didn't see last year. That is that is a new skill for him, and uh, we're, we're, hopefully he, Jacobius Marks can learn from that a little bit. Yeah, hopefully so. But uh, we definitely learned this week that Kylan was not exaggerating when he was tweeting, "This offense is perfect for my skill set." Like he has way more skills than I ever imagined. Mm-hmm. That dude made some money <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> And not the fake money that uh, Odell Beckham was passing out after the national championship game. <laughs> what about the money bag at Ole Miss? The turnover oh gosh. bag? I wish the whole turnover chain, turnover collar trend would just die. And just let Miami keep it if they want to. But we don't need a an imported leather collar from Texas, Texas. To, to, to celebrate getting an interception or a fumble. But let's let that trend die, Hunter. We will. We will. Yeah. I Unless mean, we do it, I mean, at that point. Yeah, but the Ole Miss money bag, that was that was pretty good. That was very Ole Miss. That was very Kiffin. And, uh, very so. on brand for both. And going a little bit off topic here, what do you think about Ole Miss this weekend? That offense is fun to watch. When yeah. they have tempo, they're, they're, they're scoring on people. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, we said it last week, Matt Corral can throw a football. And mm-hmm. uh, they started out with a really, really weird two-quarterback system that I think Lane Kiffin was really just doing to kind of appease the crowd that, you know, I don't think it's any question that John Rice is a fan favorite. I mean, he's a well-spoken guy. I mean, plays the piano, plays plays the piano, and, sings uh, really fast, and he can he can run run really good. But I just I don't think he's going to play much quarterback this year no, at all. Me so either. He played. He had a few snaps at like slot receiver. Actually, lined up as a running back on one play. Weird times. They put him on a sweep one time. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, Matt Corral is the guy. And when Matt Corral was in, they were way better than when uh, John Rice was in. Yeah. And the, all the all this conversation just proves that I watched too much Ole Miss football for me to be comfortable with. So that's it for the Ole Miss talk on this one. Oh, one more thing. What do you think about the jerseys and helmets barely matching? Okay. Um, I hated it. I really <laughs> didn't like it at all. I I. I I've kind of wanted to see powder blue jerseys from them for a while, but they can leave those with the turnover chain trend too. I think those those you can make a helmet and a jersey match. Yeah, doesn't seem that hard. Yeah, that's and that's why I was glad we went back with our glossy helmets this week because the matte maroon and the maroon jerseys don't match at all. So Mm -hmm. we we matched. Ole Miss did not. Ole Miss didn't. So we won, and Ole Miss didn't. (laughs) Crazy. So we actually. Have questions this week? Yeah, we, like a good bit of them. So, 
I guess let's get started. All right, let's go. Uh, number one uh, from B and Andrus on Instagram. Do you believe LSU was a legitimate top ten team, or was it just hype from the ship? Uh, pretty obvious. That was just hype from the championship. Yeah. I still think they're a top twenty five team. All things considered, they have a really good D line. They get good pressure on people. Just they're not a top ten team. Yeah. Uh, I think that was just kind of a, a hangover from the uh, from winning the national championship. There's they're not going to be in the top ten much this year at all. No. Okay. Next from Brooks Taylor. New state predictions for the season. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty safe to say mine have changed quite a bit. I went from five and five, thinking we're going to lose to Kentucky at one point, and you know what? I'm I'm really just worried about this week against Arkansas. Uh, just focusing on that game, but we're definitely going over five hundred this year. That's what I'll say. We're going to beat our win projection two point five. I was pretty safe that we were going to do that already, but yeah, our win projection total for the year was two point five, and uh, so we're almost Feels halfway like we there. already have that almost halfway there yeah so okay so you're going eight and two i don't know if i'm safe to i'm say going eight, eight and, two. and two i mean that that's my projection but you switch a game so let's go seven and three let's go seven okay and three. so you're matching what i was and i'm going up one all right okay uh from the jess cooley if you could choose one ncaa quarterback from all time which quarterback would it be what you got hmm. and he said his is pat white oh pat white West Virginia boy. I remember playing with him on the original Xbox, uh, and he was he was fun to play with. Really? I, I wouldn't go with Pat White, but uh, I, I'm probably going to catch some heat, especially from a, a man named Nathan Taylor for this, but I'm going to go Cam Newton. I know that he, he almost came to state, rang a cowbell at the Egg Bowl one time. Do you have a picture of that? Yeah, but I'm going Cam Newton. That dude, if he had come to Starkville, would have led a Mississippi State team to the national championship in yeah, my life. Uh, he led a pretty similar Auburn team to a national mm-hmm. championship. Just did it single-handedly. Had a big Iron Bowl comeback that was single-handed. He's an NFL MVP, and uh, he's surging in the NFL right now. So I go, I'm going with Cam Newton. I'm going with Kyler Murray. I think he can make Ooh. any throw that anyone can make. <laughs> I'm just as comfortable with him airing it out as I am in a read option. So You don't want him to go play minor league baseball in no. Topeka, Kansas? No, I'd rather him be the highest paid QB in four years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, Kyler no. Murray does size, not give Size doesn't low. matter? No. All right. Okay, next uh, from Hells underscore Cowbells. Thoughts on the defense from Saturday? Uh, I was incredibly pleased with that defense. I, I did not expect that at all. Yeah, I was just expecting Miles Brennan to just make some bad throws because of that pressure, but all our blitzes got home, and we, we got some sacks. Yeah, we got seven two of them. So, I mean, what did you think about it? I thought our defense looked excellent. Uh, mm. Terrace Marshall is a really, really good wide receiver. Yeah, and, and he's a really big wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, he's going to do that to most of the SEC this year. Yeah, so. other, other than a couple just balls over the top by Miles Brennan that just connected in the middle – our defense was great. Yeah, you know? we, we did good with what we were given every time. Mm-hmm. So, Forcing field goals uh, um, close to the goal line, that was big too. So. Yeah. Okay, from our good friend, the Bellsmith, what does the defense and O-line need to do to improve? Uh, short short answer on the uh, O-line, just don't play against the LSU D-line. Yeah, our O-line really held their ground. Once they got into like a chemistry in between them all, once our center calmed down and everything was yeah. okay, we... We looked really good. I mean, that's just going to happen with a good edge rush and nice blitzes from Bo Pelini. But. Yeah, and speaking of the center, Cole Smith, 
he was kind of a liability there in the first half. You know, caused a turnover with a um, early snap to KJ. Was just all over the place with the snaps, but he really settled down. And so I think that won't be a problem moving forward. Okay, next we have what do you what do we have to watch out for in the Arkansas game? Arkansas started strong against Georgia. They had a lead until I think middle of the third quarter or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I really don't see anything at Arkansas that I just don't think we can let them trouble. stay in the game. Yeah, and we saw that in 2014. Uh, Dak just couldn't pull away from them, and they stayed in there until a Will Redmond interception at the end of the game. I mean, that was a 17 to 10 game, and we were number one in the country. Arkansas shouldn't have been near that game. Yeah, just can't but, can't allow them to be there in that. Yeah, let's just strike strike fast, strike early, and stay away from them. Okay, from Drew Robinson, top three SEC QBs. What you got? KJ, KJ, okay. KJ. <laughs> you got to go, or for me at least, it's got to be KJ Costello, Kyle Trask at Florida, who had an incredible game against Ole Miss. And then it's kind of a toss-up for number three. I guess you could say guys like Mac Jones or Bo Nix. Um, and I, I'm going to go Bo Nix at Auburn, I think. Okay, I'm going to go to the same, but I'm going to go uh, Mac Jones. Right. I think Mac Corral is really close on that list, too. I think yeah. he's right there with Bo Nixon. Right I, there. I don't, I don't know if I would have said this last year, but... Matt Corral's top five quarterback in the SEC. Yeah, he, yeah. he I looked, hate to say it, but he looked incredible against a really, really good Florida. Okay, defense. let's not say he looked incredible. Did you see the hair? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he played incredibly. <laughs> but he had these braids. I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand Matt Corral. Doesn't seem like you're allowed to do that. I, I don't know. But if you go to Ole Miss, I guess you can wear whatever hair you want to. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're right. Okay. From Nathan Taylor, how do you think defenses will adjust to Leach's offense? More zone going forward? Okay, so this was my first uh, instance. I mean, I had the same question right after the game because I'm thinking, all right, this worked week one when there was no film on us. Uh, There's no film on our receivers. But let me let me say something. Mike Leach has been doing this for 20 years. There's 20 years worth of film on this. It hasn't changed. No. It's, it's the same thing. Roman Harper went on and was like, yeah. I was watching this game. Those are the same plays they burn us with. Yeah. So I mean, I think we have the most athletic uh, wide receiver core that Mike Leach has ever had. Yeah. And if they couldn't stop it at Washington State with, you know, really, really bad receivers, you know, I'm not sure there's any stopping it. Maybe, maybe will we see some zone moving forward? Uh, LSU really was not good in man. We were just running away from their coverage. But I think that's just going to happen with four, four, six foot five guys. Yeah. So like. If if you switch the zone and you're doing zone over the middle, that mesh is just going to kill you. Yeah. Because you're going to be stretching the zones in the middle, and then we'll drop Kylan right there in the in between the zone, and he'll get his 12 yards. Yeah. So, do you have a like a guess on how many times we ran mesh the other day? I don't even know. So it's on 60 passing attempts. I, I just wonder how many of them. I'd, just watching the game, I'd say at least 20. It makes offense a whole lot easier. Yeah, I mean, that was... Just that running was, away from people. That was one thing I, I kind of heard about, about the air raid. Really all I knew about it moving, going into this season, and man, that play looked awesome. Okay, that was it for our questions. Um, We had picks last week. Who won those? All right, so obviously, thank you guys for the uh, feedback on the questions and for the picks. We had seven followers send in picks for this week, and the winner is... Brooks Taylor. He got all the games right except for the Kentucky game. He called an upset for Kentucky. So, oh. And uh, just to clear up a little bit of confusion, last week we, I know we talked about the spread and we talked about covering the spread or not. 
But just to clear up that confusion with some of our listeners, we're only going to be doing outright wins from now on. So uh, just you don't have to worry about how much they win by, just who's going to win that game. It'll be yeah, one impressive thing. Uh, John Merritt Howard missed every pick. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it seems like you just <laughs> do the opposite of John. That and is, you're... That's just as impressive as getting a perfect. So It's, it's really impressive, actually. Yeah. That's tough. Who all did you have to pick to do that? You have to pick Ole Miss to win. You have to pick Arkansas to win. Mm-hmm. Man, all of it. That's tough. Yeah. You have to pick LSU to win. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah, would have thought of LSU. Huh? All right, guys. But thank you so much once again for listening to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. We're just having so much fun doing this. Today especially, uh, any show after a win is going to be a lot of fun. But uh, just can't wait to see you guys next time. Be sending us questions, sending us suggestions on what we can do better. And we will see you guys next time. Hey, Hunter, hit that music. Thank you.